I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, you all know that the very last words on this program every single day are to do something that makes a difference. The candy barmer, of course, the late Gail Halverson, uh, brought joy to children in Germany following World War II by dropping tons of candy during the Berlin airlift. Now there's a group of people following in his footsteps, sending supplies to Ukrainian children who've been fleeing the war and the atrocities there. Cindy Merrill is a Utahn making a difference who's helped to organize Operation Little Vittles 2, which has brought thousands of pounds of supplies to Ukrainian children. Her plane just touched down in our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. She's on her way to meet with lawmakers to get more support there, and she joins us on the line. Cindy, thanks for jumping on with us today. Hi. Hi, Boyd. How are you? <laughs> Doing well. <laughs> Tell us about Operation Little Vittles 2. Sure. So... Three weeks ago, we started collecting school supplies and baby supplies for um, school children and moms. We had been getting feedback from different embassies in Washington, um, the Polish embassy particularly. Uh, so the Ukrainian teachers are trying to resume classes in the midst of all of this absolute chaos, which really um, kind of spoke to us. Um, so that's what we decided we were going to collect. And, uh, last Tuesday with the help of VR 56, uh, Navy, a Navy squadron based in Oceana, we were able to airlift 12,000 pounds of supplies to Berlin, where some of it is going to be transported directly to the Ukraine and some of it is going to be dispersed to the Ukrainian refugees in uh, Berlin. Um, the really, I think, probably the coolest part of this mission is not only the community effort from everyone, uh, Miller Foundation, the Hellerson Foundation, my work, Alan Kahn, Brighton High School, tons of volunteers. They just kind of all came together to help um, these refugees, which in times of uncertain, this is quite quite remarkable, I feel. Uh, I, I love it. And it uh, it's a testament to the idea that one person with an idea in their head is in danger of being called crazy. Two people 
with the same idea might be foolish but not crazy. Ten, and you start to take action. A hundred, uh, and things really start to change. A thousand, and, and you can change just about anything. And, and this is just that. People coming together uh, on their own to do extraordinary things. Tell us what you're actually doing in Washington, D.C. How does that fit into this equation? So I'm, I'm going to meet with Senator Lee tomorrow. He was an integral part of helping us in this journey. They actually wrote a letter declaring the supplies humanitarian um, so that we wouldn't have problems in customs um, and our services wouldn't be tariffed. So I'm going to meet with him tomorrow. And one of the things I would like to discuss with him is how we can potentially airlift more supplies into the Ukraine, particularly directly, um, and kind of get a feel for what other countries like Poland and um, Germany that are receiving refugees need. Um, and maybe put pressure, to be honest, put pressure on the UN and NATO to potentially start airlifting goods into the Ukraine and affected areas because they're badly needed. We're seeing pictures of devastated towns, mass graves coming out of, of Ukraine. And clearly the people need supplies in country. Yeah. So I think it's time for us to step up to the plate um, as a as a whole globally yeah. to airlift supplies in directly into the country. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to speak to him about. Uh, yeah. That's that is great. And yeah, so you you've mentioned the the US Navy's VR fifty six, uh, your organization, sure. Alan Com, uh, you're meeting with Senator Mike Lee. You talked about the Gail Miller Foundation. Tell us about the connection to the Gail Halverson Foundation. That's such a, a rich connection uh, to be part of this kind of amazing effort. Well to be honest I didn't know the candy bomber story intimately until um, I haphazardly went to his funeral uh, a few weeks ago. And hearing the testimony of the people that knew him the best, just for lack of a better term, resonated with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I walked out of there feeling like a fool for not really knowing the intricacies of his story. But I also strongly felt that other people needed to know his story and that we can really learn from what he did in 1948. And so after his funeral, a couple of days later, um, Russia invaded the Ukraine. So I went to an embassy in Washington and said, can we drop candy on the Ukraine? And, of course, the answer was, well, it's a new fly zone. <laughs> and that's not going to happen because it's very dangerous at this moment. Yeah. But there's other ways that we can drop candy. Um, so one thing led to another. I was connected with um, Lene Weller of the Halverson Foundation and James Stewart. They're both lovely. And they indulged my win and said, go for it. Let's. Let's do this. Um, and then along the way, I have met um, his daughter, Marilyn, uh, or the candy bomber's daughter, Marilyn, who actually, she helped box the supplies. And um, last Tuesday when the 
the Navy came to pick up the boxes. She herself helped load that plane. Mm. So um, we have now become, I think, friends, and I don't think they're going to get rid of me too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. It's it's the next generation of candy bombers, uh, and that is an extraordinary thing. And uh, how how can people become part of this? What can we do to help? Well, uh, there's a, there's actually a couple of things. We have a phase two that we're going to, that we're we're formulating, um, and we particularly are leaning towards getting the children and youth involved in a candy bomber movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of uh, an emotional intelligence combination of service before self, which was one of Colonel Halverson's yeah. mottos. Yeah. So kind of showing our next generations um, one, how to persevere through conflict. Um, two, how to rise above conflict. We don't necessarily need harsh words and um, you know, in the big, big adult world, bombs to resolve situations um the candy bomber is a true testament of of peacemaking and so we we want to give this package message to the youth and show them how to do it not just say okay you guys need to do this you need to be kinder you need to be nicer but actually show them how to do it um show them the world around them like look you know you're great that you're a small bubble in a very large world. <laughs> so how can we make this place better? Uh, I love that. Absolutely love that. And uh, Cindy, where I know you have a, a very full slate and uh, a lot going on. We appreciate you checking in as you uh, touch sure. down in our nation's capital. Uh, and <laughs> this is exactly, this is exactly why I have never been more pessimistic about the politics of this country and never been more bullish about the future of this country it's because what Cindy and everyone is is doing uh, and when individuals and families and communities come together you literally can impact the world. Uh, Cindy Merrill thank you so much for joining us. Operations Little Vittles 2 and uh, get involved. This is a great opportunity to make a difference Cindy thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, boy. I appreciate it. All Have right. It. Travel safe. All right. That's just great stuff. If that doesn't give you hope on a Wednesday, nothing will. Uh, that is Utah at its finest. That is America at its finest. We all can do something. Just decide what it's going to be and go do it. Making a difference is not that hard. All you have to do is engage. All right. Stay with us. We'll come back. One final segment coming up on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson. And unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. 
Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.